Welcome to this episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast, the go-to podcast for dads who dare to excel. My name is Cam. In today's episode, we are diving into something every dad thinks about, a personal commitment to growth. So whether you're balancing a demanding job, building your dream business, or navigating the adventures of fatherhood, we all share a common goal, to be better for our families and ourselves. So stay tuned in this episode as we unlock three powerful keys to transform challenges into growth, keeping learning every day, and adapt like a pro in this ever-changing world. This isn't just about success. It's about legacy. So let's grow together, starting now on this episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast. You are listening to the Dads Making a Difference podcast, the number one podcast for men driven to live a life of significance. Men who want to make a difference in the lives of their families, in their business, and in the world around them. My name is Cam Hall, founder of Fight the Dabot and leader of the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now, let's dive in. Hello, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast. My name is Cam, and I'm so pumped you're here for this third installment in our F360 framework. Today, we're talking about a crucial topic, a commitment to lifelong growth, a commitment to growth. What does that mean? Well, we're going to dive into today, and I'm going to give you three actionable steps at the end of this episode. We're really going to talk about three main topics, and I'm going to bring it all together at the very end and give you three steps that we use right within Dads Making a Difference to ensure that our members are committed to personal and professional growth. This is such a crucial topic because a commitment to growth is going to be the foundation for how you approach both your personal life and your professional life. Some of us know the background in the idea of a growth mindset, being opposed to having a fixed mindset. Fixes, this is who I am, Nothing will change. Nothing's going to get better. Nothing's going to get worse. This is just the way it is. A growth mindset always looks to ask questions and has a positive outlook on the future. Most often. I have a model here in my office, which in all transparency, I took from the stairs in our school uh, where I work and says, know your why, aim for growth and take ownership. Those three things are so important within the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind group, and I hope they're important for you as part of our community listening to this podcast week in and week out. If you've listened to the 82-something episodes that we have right now, you'll know that I only do solo episodes every once in a while, and this mini-series on the six pillars within Dads Making a Difference, which we call the F360 framework, the Fatherhood 360 framework the same pillars that we teach with our men and work through with our men inside of our DMD mastermind. You'll know that this is so important to me. I would not come to you with back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back solo episodes if I didn't think this was such an important topic at this time of year. This is intentional. To end off quarter four, to end off 2023, reflecting on the six areas within the F360 framework, I think is so key to help us set ourselves up for success in 2024. Now is the time to prepare for a strong start and a great start to a new year. 
And so today we're diving into pillar three. We already talked about uh, pillars one and two. If you haven't listened to those, please go back and listen to the last couple episodes. Uh, I do an overview episode and then I dive into the importance of prioritizing your physical and mental health as pillar number one. Pillar number two, uh, fostering effective relationships and the importance of building strong relationships in your family and at work and in your business. And today we're diving in to perhaps one of the most important topics and critical topics, and that is a personal commitment to growth. So whether you are juggling a full-time job, you're running a business, or simply striving to be the best dad and husband you can be, this episode is for you. I split this episode into three main segments because I think there are three main ideas in which we need to take away over the next 20 minutes that are going to help you determine, am I committed to growth? Am I growing every day or do I have a fixed mindset? Because if you have a fixed mindset, I'm going to tell you, you're going to feel stuck, stuck where you are, stuck with your potential, stuck in your family. But if you have a growth mindset, anything is possible. Anything is possible within your business and in your family, for your kids, for your marriage. And so we're diving into three main topics, let's call them today, with a commitment to growth. The first is I want to talk about the importance of self-reflection, the importance of self-reflection. This has been an important one for me. And I want to share with you that over the last three years, this has been one of the areas in which I have had to be so intentional about. There's times where I can get really busy. I know you can get really busy. And I have dreams and visions that I want for the future. But I don't take the time to have some critical self-reflection. I don't set aside the time often enough to say, where have I been so that I know what I need to do to get to where I want to go? Today, we're exploring how to engage in critical self-reflection, how to identify opportunities for personal and professional growth. One of the key areas when it comes to critical self-reflection is to look at every challenge you face in your life as an opportunity to grow, as an opportunity to grow. Everything is happening for a reason. Whether you are struggling right now with managing a work-life balance, which guys, I'm going to tell you, there's no such thing. Work-life balance is a myth. However, within DMD, we talk about a counterbalance how we have four quadrants in our life. And sometimes you need to be able to give something like your job or your health or your marriage or your acting as a father, not acting as a father, you being a father. There are different areas of your life in which you need to give more attention at certain times. This means you detract attention from other areas. You don't neglect them. But the counterbalance going back and forth means that different seasons in your life, you're going to need to focus on different things and prioritize different things. So whether it's managing this balance or counterbalance or dealing with setbacks in our personal life, like an illness or a professional life, like a dismissal from a job or the failure of a company, or simply navigating the complexities of fatherhood, parenthood, each challenge presents its own opportunity for development, for personal or professional development. So many guys I see will hit something hard in their road. I think about my own 
experience. When I had that medical leave back at the beginning of 2022, and I thought that was it. I was stuck. I didn't know where I was going to be. My body was showing me indicators that things weren't good. And my brain quickly went to, well, this is it. I got to shut this down. I got to shut down, fight the dad bod. I got to shut down this idea for dad's making a difference. I got to step away from my job. And it was like the spiral of doomsday thinking. But that is just an indicator of where I was in that time. We've all gone through these times where we have really low thoughts. What brought me out of that as a dad, as a husband, as a professional, as an entrepreneur, was conversations that I had with people around me who encouraged me to think outside of my current situation, to reflect on my experiences, positive and negative, to reflect on what I had learned in the past and how I could take what I've learned and shape a new future. Even though in that moment I was struggling, looking at the future in a positive outlook, knowing that I had learned so much, that brought me out of that stage in my life. You know, if you've listened to this podcast, that actually out of that stage, that season, was birth. Dad's making a difference. The idea for dad's making a difference. This podcast, which launched June 1st of 2022. So here are some practical ways that you can reframe difficulties in your life. I know it's hard, guys. I know sometimes this might sound, I don't, my intention here is not to preach at you, but to encourage you that you are not alone when you struggle. Everybody struggles. The difference is how you reflect on it and how you move on. So here is one practice that I want to encourage you to start doing. And it may sound fluffy. It may sound not important, but this is one of the most important things that I've implemented in my life. And I hope that you implement in yours right now as you embrace challenges in your life as opportunities to grow. Part of that critical self-reflection piece is journaling. I journal every day. And I journal every day to reflect on daily challenges that have impacted my weekly habits so that I can learn lessons and grow. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm not always a writing journal guy. And you might be thinking, well, Cam, is not what a journal is, this fluffy thing, dear diary. No, that's not what it is. I have two areas in which I keep a journal. First is I have my iPad. I have it with me all the time because I'm always working on it. I use tech for everything. I don't use paper. But I will open up a note in an app that I use, and I will just jot down quick thoughts, ideas and thoughts that come to my head throughout the day. That's the first place I'm doing this. The second place is on this device right here on my phone. I have a voice memo going. That voice memo is I will open up the note, which is actually in the same app I'm using. It's called Notability. So I can write and voice memo in there. And I will just jump in my truck. And if I'm thinking about something as I drive somewhere, I'll open it up, do a voice memo, and I'll close it off. At the end of the day, it will take me 10 to 15 minutes to compile these thoughts from throughout the day into one coherent thought and reflection of the last 24 hours. I say coherent and I joke because sometimes I look back at those notes, guys, and I'm like, what was I thinking? This makes no sense at all. But that in itself gives me the opportunity to link thoughts together and be critical of where I was in that time of the day. I'm not always a upbeat, go get it, high energy guy. Sometimes I'm pretty quiet. 
and solemn, and I'm thinking and lost in thought. When I can look at the different ways I'm thinking throughout the day, it also points to me learning when I'm in certain moods. In the morning, I'm pretty high energy. Lunchtime, I start to kind of fall into this idea mode where I'm now I'm in thought, I'm in reflection, I'm thinking forward. Because the morning, the nature of my job, my work, and my relationship with my kids is like, go, go, go. I have a plan. I know my most important task of the day. I dive into it. And it's very routine. The afternoon, I allow myself time to connect, to reflect, and to dream a little bit. I can tell you that in my journal, the notes in my, in my voice notes from 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. are much different than the voice notes that are in my phone or in my app from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. And I love it. It's cool to look back at the end of the day and say how different the day was. Now, I compile these things at the end of the day. Helps me identify the most important task for the, for the next day coming up. It also helps me identify areas of growth in which I need to step forward in the next 24 hours, 72 hours, or next week. This practice of journaling has been a life changer. It helps me not carry things with me throughout the day. It helps me be more present as a father and as a husband and as a professional. I enter into some conversations each day that take a lot of energy out of me and I need to pour back into myself. I do that through taking care of my physical and mental health. I do that through the relationships I have, but I also do it through some critical self-reflection, which I can say, hey, it's okay, you screwed up. Or that was a conversation that didn't go as healthy as I hoped it would. What have I learned from it and what are my next steps? So my encouragement to you guys is to embrace challenges as opportunities for critical self-reflection in your commitment to growth. Start by keeping a journal. Just if it's five minutes of voice memos at the end of the day, if you want to start by just venting, just vent. Now, don't do that for a long time. I don't think that's very healthy just to vent all the time. But if you need to just get it out of you, get it out of you. Whether it's in a five-minute drive home or a 10-minute, 30-minute drive home, Get stuff out of you. Just This is just leading into our next point too. Getting things out of your brain is just as important as getting things into your brain. The second topic I wanted to talk about was a commitment to lifelong learning. A commitment to lifelong learning. So many guys who find success uh, in Fight the Dad Bod, in Dad's Making a Difference, in their businesses, in their families. There are men who are committed to lifelong learning. If I was to just say, I know it all, which I don't, very obviously, I screw up lots of times. I learn a lot from that. If I was just to say, I know it all, well, that mirrors a fixed mindset. That's not a growth mindset. But if I say, I know some things, I don't know all things, but what is it that I don't know? Because we don't know what we don't know. And the only way to discover what we don't know is to seek out information, input from others, or input from other sources. A commitment to lifelong learning has you on a search for the things that you don't know. There is an importance in, of continuous learning in both personal and professional spheres. This can be through reading, this could be through listening to podcasts like this one. It could be enrolling in a course, attending a workshop, 
one of my live webinars, or even learning, which I really encourage, learning from other fathers, other men who have been where you are, who have done what you've done, and maybe who have failed in a direction that you are thinking of going. Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment and talk about our community of DMD brothers in the DMD mastermind. We are men who help each other to stay focused and intentional in our pursuits of personal, professional, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual growth. We are a community of men who bring courage, wisdom, and transparency to unfiltered conversations that challenge us to be more impactful men, to be dads making a difference. We do this through our online and in-person events where men come together to speak into each other's lives and then turn around and do the deep work to create change in their families, in their businesses, and in the community around them. If you are wondering if this community might be right for you, you can find more information on the DMD Mastermind, and you can also book a call directly with me at dmdmastermind.com. Now, let's get back to our show. The most important thing that I have done in my personal growth journey is learn from other men so that I can avoid the mistakes that other fathers, husbands, professionals have made. So that means reaching out to a community. This goes back to our building effective relationships conversation, but reaching out to a community of men like dad's making a difference where you can surround yourself with men who are going to challenge you, affirm you, and share with you what they have learned over their journey so that you can commit to growth and learn through your own journey. So I encourage you to set aside dedicated time each day or each week for self-reflection and self-education. And I want to invite you to share what you're learning with your self-education, with your families, with your friends, with your colleagues, with your team. Because when you share what you're learning every day in the input cycle of this growth process, by you sharing that, you are modeling the value of learning, education, and growth to your children, to your wife, to your colleagues, and to the people who you work with or work for you. So we've talked about embracing challenges as opportunities, which we reflect, critical self-reflection through a growth lens. That is us outputting. We put down, we journal, we speak out, but then we can input through a commitment of lifelong learning from taking in information from people we respect and trust. In the marketing world, they say you will digest information from people that you know, love and trust. And if you don't know love and trust, it's not good enough to know like and trust anymore, by the way, they use love instead of like. If you don't know love and trust someone, you're not going to take their information and you're not going to think about it critically in a way that how it can help your life. Now, my hope is that you're listening to this podcast because you know, love and trust our community, that you know, like, and trust me. And you trust that I have your best interest in mind, which I truly want you to become a dad making a difference, to live a life of significance. That's what I want for you. So output with your, your embracing challenges and self-reflection, input with your commitment to lifelong learning, 
by ingesting information and expertise from the people around you. And then you get to output again. And this is interesting. You get to output again by sharing and modeling it with your families and with your colleagues. This process is such a powerful piece of the growth process. So there's the first two steps that I want you to embrace as you're going through this, this development of lifelong learning. The third is to cultivate adaptability. And this is going to come into uh, another pillar that we'll dive into very soon about responding appropriately to change. But you need to be able to cultivate adaptability in order to be committed to growth. Because in a world that's constantly changing, being adaptable is a very important skill. It's actually a key skill when it comes to building a successful business, having a healthy family, building strong relationships with your kids. You need to be able to be adaptable. This could involve being open, heaven forbid, being open to opinions other than your own. Being open to new parenting strategies, being flexible in your work environments, or being willing to change personal habits that no longer serve you. Because let's be honest, each of us have habits that we do every day, every week, that these habits no longer serve us in a way that is going to help us get to where we want to be in the future. We have habits that are holding us back and we don't know what these habits are because we've done them for so long. We would call these in DMD, we would call these your blind spots. Things that you do so naturally, you don't even realize you're doing them anymore. And that these blind spots, these things that you do, your habits that aren't serving you, these blind spots are holding you back. So I'm gonna suggest some steps that you can do right now to help you avoid the blind spots, to help you be adaptable so that you can commit to grow. The first is setting short-term goals, short-term goals. I'm not saying three-year, five-year goals. Those are great. That's a great vision to have. I got a vision board over here. It's great to look at. It's a good reminder. But a three-year or five-year vision isn't immediate enough. It doesn't provide enough feedback quickly enough for me to continue to be motivated to move towards it. So set short-term goals. I call this 1%, 1% mindset. I said this in Fight the Dabod. I coach our guys in Fight the Dabod this, the 1%, one step at a time. The same goes for you and where you're at and with our dad's making a difference community. Short-term goals can be your 1%. The one thing that I need to do this week I go back to that book. I've referenced this lots. The one thing is, what's the one thing I can do right now that makes everything else easy or unnecessary? Set that one thing. Set a short-term goal for the next 24 hours, for the next week. Right now, I'm going to tell you, it is Sunday evening. And my one thing is to plan out my week in advance so that I can be present with my and Braylon and Kim when I'm at home. And also, so Kim and I can get on the same page with all the things going on in our lives right now. Working full-time, both of us. Running businesses online. I have two, she has one. 
Also, we have two children who love to do things. My son loves hockey. He's never played, but he's starting tomorrow. Tomorrow he starts his first hockey practice, this amazing first shift program. So he's got hockey and climbing. My daughter's got basketball, which my wife is coaching that team. And she's got climbing. Kim's got her own activities. We got lots going on, just like your family. So my one thing this week, and I challenge you, maybe this is your one thing. If your commitment to growth, one thing this week is I'm going to commit to being self-reflective and self-critical a little bit right now and saying, I wasn't present enough last week with my kids. I felt like we were, we were in reaction mode instead of responding mode. I felt that we were running around like crazy. And I think that made a feeling in our home where we were a little on edge. And you could see it in our conversations and the time we spend together. Now, thankfully, I'm very thankful that we got to spend this last weekend in Camor, Alberta, in the mountains, just together as a family. We needed it. But coming back from that break, being critically self-reflective of the last week, I know that moving into this week, I need to be adaptable. I need to have a plan. I know that Kim and I are going to have a plan. We're going to meet tonight. We're going to talk about the week. We're going to schedule things out. But we also know that when there is a plan in place and we know what's expected, it's so much easier to adapt on the run because you already know what the existing framework is and then you can agree to adapt. If you don't know what the existing framework is in your week, when you adapt, it just comes across as I'm not prepared. So be prepared this week. Anyway, I just wanted to share that. That is one practical step, uh, planning your week in advance on a Sunday by setting some short-term goals. Now, here's the other part of being adaptable is you need to be open to feedback from your family, your wife, your kids. Also be open to feedback from your colleagues, your employees. And you need to be staying informed about changes in the fields, professional fields, family fields, um, parenting fields, you need to be staying informed about changes which are happening. I'm going to come back to this in next week's episode of responding appropriately to cultural and societal contexts. But we need to be open and informed about changes that are happening around us. We can't be shut in. We can't be sheltered. Now, there's a balance here. I've talked about this again. I want to come back to this as a quick reminder. When I say being open and informed doesn't mean just drinking the Kool-Aid. I have seen so many dad experts on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook who are just pushing their thoughts and their beliefs out to you, which is great. And maybe you feel the same way here, but this is not the case. They're just pushing one thing for one agenda. You need to get multiple inputs. You need to be open to multiple ideas. Shape them to be your own through critical self-reflection, through lifelong learning, through adaptability. You bring all this together and you craft your own thought process, your own identity, and you are informed to make the best decisions for your family, for your business, and for your community. Okay, so some practical steps for cultivating adaptability. One, Set some short-term goals this week. What is your 1%? Two, be open to feedback from your family and colleagues. And three, you got to stay informed about challenges around you and changes in your family, in your professional field, and in the community. Now, 
there is some tangible advice there. I've, I have kind of unloaded on you. So I encourage you to go back and skip through these, these points once again. But those three things that I want you to take away today about living a life that you have a commitment to growth. Now, growth and learning synonymous, but a commitment to growth is I want you to embrace challenges as opportunities. Embrace challenges as opportunities, not as failures. You're going to commit to lifelong learning, knowing that you don't have it figured out yet, which is awesome. It's great. You don't know what you don't know. So reach out to a trusted group of advisors, read books, listen to podcasts, and then formulate what you've learned by communicating it and modeling it and sharing it with others, your kids, your wife, your family, your friends. And then the third is you're going to cultivate adaptability. You need to be adaptable. You need to change on the fly. And it's easier to change on the fly when you have something that's predictable, like a schedule, which is why I gave you some practical steps right now to develop the skill of adaptability. And those steps would be setting short-term goals, being open to feedback from your family and friends, and staying informed about changes in the context around you. I'm going to leave you with questions as if I was interviewing you. And I hope that you respond to me. I hope that you respond on this video. I hope you respond in comments on social media, or you can send me an email, cam at dmdpodcast.com. I would love to share your responses here on the show as we get into our next interview, next our next episode next week. But here are some questions that I want you to reflect on this week as we develop a commitment to growth. Each of these questions has to do with one of the topics, right? Importance of self-reflection. Here's the question. How does critical self-reflection look like for a busy dad? Can you share an example from your life? Embracing a growth mindset or commitment to lifelong learning. Here's the question. How have challenges in your life contributed to your growth as a father and as a professional? And finally, under lifelong learning, the power of adaptability, can you give an example of a learning experience that profoundly affected your role as a dad? And in what ways has adapting to change made you a better father and husband? There you go. There's some bonus questions there. I have another one here I want to give you. What daily habits have you found most effective in pursuing personal and professional growth? Wow, five questions. That's a five-question interview. I hope you respond. I tell you what, if you respond to me with those five, we're going to bring a member of our Dad's Making a Difference community on. We're going to do a, we'll do an interview. We'll put it out as a podcast. The five questions again. What does critical self-reflection look like for a busy dad? And can you share an example of your life? That's one question. It's two, I know. But consider that question one. Question two, how have changes and challenges in your life contributed to your growth as a father, as a professional? Question number three, can you give an example of learning experience that profoundly affected you as a dad? Question number four, in what ways has adapting to change made you a better father and husband? And question number five, what daily habits have you found most effective in pursuing personal and professional growth? Well, my friend, so some heavy questions. I hope to hear from you. 
It's awesome. It's awesome to think about where we are at as fathers, what responsibilities we have, the opportunities we have, man, and the influence we have. Remember, the path to becoming a better dad and husband starts with a commitment to personal growth. Keep striving, keep learning, and keep growing. If you do those things, you, my friend, are going to become a dad making a difference. We'll see you next week, the next episode of the DMD Podcast. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Dad's Making a Difference Podcast. I hope you found value in today's show. And if it made a positive impact on you, please share it with someone you know, leave a five-star review, and subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. And if you were a father listening to this right now, who is driven to build a life of significance, to truly make a difference in the life of your family, in your business, and in the community around you, go to dmdmastermind.com to learn more about the Dads Making a Difference Mastermind, a mastermind group for fathers that provides men with the skills, the connections, the accountability, the proven steps, and the brotherhood to truly become a dad making a difference. I'm Cam Hall. Thank you for spending time with me today, and I will see you on the next episode of the DMD Podcast.